welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. So it's another episode and instead of looking at the future of flag football, which will be OFL, we're going to have a quick look at the past and it's the flaggies. I'm joined here by Connor Barron and no Podmore today. Uh, apparently he's busy. I'm not too sure what he's doing. I don't really want to know. But first of all, I want to thank everyone for voting. I think we had over 150 votes, which for the first ever year, I am more than happy with. There was some uh, interesting comments when I'm when I'm reading these votes. We're like, like, well, like what? You can't just leave on that. Any examples? I mean, don't don't put mine in. But my, because on those things it says, please put your answer and why. And I thought, me being me, looking back at the votes, I was the only one who really put a why to why did they pick their team. I mean, there, there, are, some, there are some people who put why, and what I may do is I may message these people personally and just say, if you want me to keep these quiet, if you'd like to donate to my Facebook page, we can keep it quiet for you. I'm not ashamed to say that I joined the Coventry Panthers just for tank tops. I'm that, proud that's of that. a, a fairly decent reason. I mean, it's... It's a stupid reason. But, I mean, if any team out there is offering tank tops, I'm, yeah, I'm down for that. I mean, there you go, Cameron Stewart. You know where he lives. He's just down the road from you guys. <laughs> tank tops and that's it. He's yours. He's a cheap guy. Knew that was coming. Knew that was coming. So, first off, hero of the season. I mean, as it's spread across six divisions, 60 teams, to find one person yeah. as a hero is quite a difficult thing. Mm. But there was a massive amount of votes from Warrington. And their camerawoman and now GM, Melissa Jevons, ran away with this one pretty easily. Yeah, from the sounds of it, it's just so deserved from what I'm hearing to, you know, not only essentially being a photographer, you're playing a big part in the media of a team. And being a GM, you're covering everything of a team. So it's just to go from that one thing to then covering all bases of a team that did so well. Just, yeah. I mean, she's. They put down that she stepped in after a, a bit of a rocky off-season for those guys and she's helped straighten the club up and they're now more than sorted. So, congratulations, Melissa Jevons. Yeah. Fair play. The villain of the season? I, I don't know whether this is a, a, a congratulations <coughs> oh, or not. I'm leaving this to you. I don't want to get sued. I mean, you've kind of given it away there, really, haven't you? Who well, was? It's, it's an overhanger. Go on. I mean... I, I voted for them, I, I, I'll say that, but there was a few more votes and it was the lucky R's, Holmes, that managed to get this one with the... I'm, I'm guessing it was because if you try and sue a... a don't individual, look at me. I, know, <laughs> it, I, I mean, I set out this nothing podcast. nothing to do with this. <laughs> you voted for them as well. <laughs> but, you know, I set this podcast out to have a bit of fun, talk about the league and try and get us a bit more media. Yes, I made a comment about them and how they didn't turn up and things like that. They took it very, very <laughs> personally. But they've now won an award. It's not an attendance award, obviously, but... Sort of like the flag version of the Razzies. They've sort of got the Razzie... Oh, yeah, flag. I mean... It's an award. They've won something <laughs> this season. I mean, I don't know if they're going to turn up and pick up the award or not, but we'll see about that one. Best referees. Now, referees will often get slagged off mm. on the way home in Facebook groups afterwards. 
But to see a team come out as the best referees is quite a, a nice little accolade. And if you want, you can take this one. Uh, well, this is interesting to me to my own horn here. Best refs are the Coventry Panthers. Um, I suppose I'll be taking, accepting the award and giving the speech. Um, here's a big shout out to uh, Tom Whale and Tyler Shield, two guys who have really spearheaded our refereeing philosophy, making sure that we know the rules. Um, I mean, Tom's refereeing fetish really showed itself this year. And uh, Tyler was definitely there, you know, giving him the reach round for it. So thanks to both of those guys for keeping our referee in, in point, on point. I mean, we had, we had an incident in one of our games where in the team's huddle, you know, obviously we weren't involved in this bit. We were in our own little defensive huddle. One of the players from another team said something offensive about one of our players. I'm not going to go into any details about it. Tom was behind the huddle, heard it. I think he gave like a 10 or 15 yard penalty for Unsportsmark conduct and explained it to them and it was one of those ones that I don't think many players would have stepped in and said I heard something in your huddle I'm not going to accept it you know he was great for that one so yeah guys like yeah Tom and Ty they have the balls really to sort of firstly not care what either of the teams think because you know at the end of the day this is amateur sport you might think oh shit you know what if this team doesn't like me after They, they couldn't give two two dams or two flying hells I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this but we'll soon, won't we? yeah two flying f- and so yeah you know they'll call it as is and if they do hear something that is a, you know against the rules of the game those two will not hesitate in saying that I think that's sort of what sort of eventually led to this award sort of having those standout moments really I mean maybe if you guys had been refereeing our game against Leicester we would have got the uh, interception return and not been mugged and everything else yeah, for that one I can't say about other teams <laughs> but we'll move on um, obviously I can't say much about these two because I, I've never been to these places best facilities goes to Plymouth and best opponent goes to the Wigan Bandits a lot of the votes for the best opponent because of course it says anything please explain why a lot of them show that a lot of their games were competitive were close and overall the kind of thing you'd want in a season. So, But also, know. apparently they remained friendly throughout the entire thing, so even if it was a close game, they were still... Keeping the competition live. Yeah, but having a bit yeah. of fun with it, which is what you want. So, uh, yeah, so as a compliment to the uh, division that Wigan are in as well, you know, it definitely shows that they've got a good division there, which definitely has some competition, but also a good laugh as well, in it? I think, if I remember rightly, Wigan Bandits was the Raccoons' first... First ever game we played them in Warrington at V Day, and they, they were great fun then. I mean, we, we only I think we narrowly lost that one. It was televised, and I vaguely remember the uh, the, the live commentators they had for this one, which was brilliant, mentioning wow. a, a quarterback that had an absolute cannon for an arm. Shea was throwing. Uh, no, it wasn't <laughs> Shea. That, I don't even think Shea made it to that one. He probably still stuck on the motorway. Um, yeah. But yeah, they may have mentioned it three or four times in one one video, which. I have not got set as my uh, my ringtone yet, but I may do that one. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Shock of the season. And I'm sure if Pod was here, he would be very happy with this one. It, it's a tied vote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of the votes, well, one of the the winners for this one is the Cougars ladies. Yeah, yeah, that I voted from. And the it bit- wasn't the matter of them being a shock. It was just that 
they definitely turned in the, listen, there's nothing against to say it was a shock it's sort of a thing of but the fact that they let's look like last season they won one game which you know it's first it's the first se- first season in this division you know getting adapted to a new type of style to the game and this year they they ran the show I think well I think we had a few stats verified on Millie's quarterback in stats um, but it's still in that top five column and you know, seeing them really ascend in that division, which, not to be, you know, against the social grain here, but, you know, it's a division filled with mixed teams, predominantly male, um, and it's a women's team really coming in and showing that, you know, any sort of, any women's team can really do it and perform at the any level of the game. I mean, it's what I've been saying most of the season, is that, especially during the start, teams underestimate the girls. Mm. Party is probably listening to this having a great fun and screaming at the radio <laughs> this one, but people underestimate them and if you look at their first game day when I think they played three games they were undefeated hmm. I think they beat you guys in that one yeah. they beat the hunt, oh no, they drew with the Huntsman 45 all or something like mm-hmm. that firing from all cylinders it was yeah yeah we, well, I think so two wins and one loss in the first week they won the sec- first game in the second week so they oh, were yeah. three and one mm. then they played us and that was their first loss but then, you know, even when we played... you said they lost in the first... Was it a loss in the... Because you said they won three straight, but then you just said in their first week that they lost. No, no, they won two. They won two. Drew one. Drew one. Okay, all right, okay. And yeah, then yeah. won the fourth game mm-hmm. in, the, in the second week and then played us. That was their first loss. But even we... I think we only beat them by, I think, like two scores. Basically, they, they turned up. And yeah, they, they, they were looking great all season. Looking into things like the Opal Series, it's... I mean, it's going to be... Was it, what, a four-peat? Another consecutive title for them? They're just... I think... What can't they do? If I remember rightly, they've, in the last six years... Only five times? They've won five of the Opal Series. Yeah, five year, five or four years ago was the Warriors. But then since then, it's just been... They had that one gap stations in the middle where they to lost really. And, been. I mean, I've seen them in training throughout the season. Things like I don't see them losing much in this next Opal Series. It's going to be a great season for them. I think they're going to. I think they may hit their target. I think last year they had a target of scoring a thousand points. That's that is Opal. mad. How many games are in Opal? Uh, if you count in the group stages and then say the knockout stages, four weeks of game days. So you're playing like two or three games each week. So eight. I, I'm guessing around about ten games. Jesus, so they're looking at putting up a century of points. Assuming that we've got these games, that's right. Centric, jeez, that is. I mean, to show and that some teams say, "Oh, we might go," you know, try. We're going to really try and push, try and win the league. They just want to. They don't want to compete. They want to take over, and that is showing by wanting to get like one thousand points. That that was their aim last season. Last season, yeah. Gee, and, and they're they even better. Nine, I think Man. they scored like nine hundred and sixty-four. What? Man. And then conceded Madness. defensively. I think they conceded thirty-six. Okay. And 30 of those points were in the final but wow. they scored 60 in the final I think yeah they've it's just been one of those ones it's in Opal it's almost like a, a battle for second place so they're like the the London Warriors of the women's level it's just it's just them it is just them and you know they're taking over other levels now it's just it's crazy and they definitely deserve the um, I think to call it the shock award is a bit of a wrong way to call it because it's not a shock because we know that they'll do well. Yeah. But I think the fact that they've really taken this by storm has made a few teams go, oh, oh damn, okay. 
So I think in the best way, shock. Oh, no, it's, it's never going to be an insult for that one. No. I mean, but having a quick look at the women's game anyway, hopefully first and 15 will be there covering Opal series. We'll be looking at covering the divisions, getting that in, in, insight from the other players and teams. And depending on who I've got involved, live commentary from that one. So, so <laughs> drop that one in there. But the other shock of the season, um, it's only just really happened, is the Western Supers. Brand new team. Yeah. Coming to your first ever season. Win your division. Go to the finals and win the whole division one. That is a team that hasn't shown up to compete, but to take over. That is crazy. In their first season. I mean, do we know... I mean, like I said, we're in a division where I haven't even seen these guys. I didn't even hear about these guys until I saw these folks. Do they have any players who have like played for previous teams in the Baffer flag? I'm, I'm not too sure on their squad. I mean, I followed them. I mean, I've got a family in Western Supermare, so when I heard it coming out, I thought, yeah, I'll keep an eye on them. And there was no names that were sort of like, <coughs> this experienced player is setting up this team. It's all just been... Like Vince we did with the women's team he sort of set that up then he coached he coached the women's team the events Mackie yeah, I, he coached he's, a women's team yeah saying like, but you know he's sort of not that kind of equivalent of a guy big player in the not British as as like, I football I mean, community I could be wrong and there could be some like they could be like like I mean the raccoons when we first started we were a rookie team with 100 years yeah experience. you had a lot of experience I'm saying is Western another one of those teams or is it not guys have sort of shown up enjoyed the game you know, athletic as hell said, oh yeah, this stuff works here. And then just suddenly shown and balled out to levels, which there are teams who have been around for 10 years who As far as I know, it's all that. new wins. Yeah. That's... They've just absolutely hammered everybody and sort of come through with it all. Now that is a shock. And then on finals day, if I remember, I mean, I watched some of the, the coverage for it and I'm pretty sure they turned <coughs> up with six players. And what? then... Six players. Six players, which if anybody's ever played flag, you know that it's it's a very tiring game. No, you need yeah, you need ten. That is, and that means that a wide out is finishing routes, hitting fades, posts, scoring that touchdown, and going right time to try and stop. I'm just going to stand here and wait in the just, end zone. Yeah, that is. For you guys to catch up. That is. But I mean, they've had a brilliant season. I've been like say like just absolutely destroying. Well, not destroying teams, but they've they've had a great season. But then to come in and just go, not only are we going to win our division. We're going for it all. We're going to win Division 1 as going well. For the, just going for everything. And then, yeah, having the cojones to do that. And nearly so close, get it as well. I mean, they weren't far. I can't remember if it went to overtime or if they scored on the last play. Oh, no, no, if I remember right, it was overtime. Because if I remember right, they played the South Midlands, Outlaw, Flagley, Gunslingers probably one of the longest team names I've ever known but they played those guys and you know we've seen the gunslingers this season they're not an easy team no I think they only lost was it did they only lose one game in the regular season they lost one and drew one I know they drew one because it was against us mm. and they lost one to the Panthers so, so but yeah and to do that bit and then go into the final I mean they, they're a team with a lot of experience mm. Melee, Coles Grimrod everything like, you know, it's a great squad and they were the team that they faced in the finals. Just and turn up. It was took yeah. it to overtime. I think they were ahead at one point, and then like, they lost the lead. Took it to overtime, so and then won that with that one defensive shutout, and then a score. 
But congratulations to everybody who voted and uh, who won, sorry, but well, maybe not everyone who won. There's one team that I'm sure won't be happy that they won. I'm, I'm guessing they're probably not even it's, listening. I mean, we've, you know, it might be, they might be the Halle Berry of the Razzies taking it in stride, crying that, you know, celebrating, champagne's popping, and this is the part where I get sued, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut. So that's, the, that's all for the, uh, the Flaggies, the first ever one. Hopefully we'll be running this again next season. So if you keep an eye out for your votes, and I will see you out there. That wraps up this episode. Find us on Facebook at First and Fifteen Podcast. Give us a like to keep up with all of our shows. Also check out our sponsor, Nuola, for all your customised sportswear supplies.